tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries, and your number one source for after show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing after shows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now... Let the buzz begin! Hello, AfterBuzz fans, and welcome to a very shiny episode of the Transformers Robots in Disguise After Show. Mine. Today, mine, mine. yours, mine. everyone's, mine. 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 Shiny! Say! Well, today we will be covering Episode 7, Collect Em All, which made me think I was watching Pokemon, Pokemon. for a hot second. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, more than that, I mean, the, let's be honest, the enemy in this kept just saying shiny, so that was a little reminiscent of Pokemon, Pokemon as well. Yeah, she was basically she was a Pokemon. Shinymon. Shinymon. So joining us on the panel today, Alexis the Wrecker Taurus. Uh, you can find me all over interwebs as A Taurus 890. I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> 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 Wrecking so it? I am like, I'm gonna wreck it. That was exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> It's going to be one of those panels today. Yes. <laughs> Emma the Speedster Fife. Hello. You can find me all over the interwebs at Emma Fife. It's my all name. Right. <laughs> Megan, Lord Megantron <laughs> Salinas. And you can find me on Twitter at the Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. And I am Katie Kia Prime Cullen. And you can find me on Twitter at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. As always, we will be following the hashtag ABTVRID. So, you know, pop in, join the conversation. If you've got something pithy or interesting to say, you will get a shout out on the show. Mm-hmm. So, we had a female Decepticon this week. Yeah, we, we did. did. Anyone who follows me on Twitter noticed my blow up about that midweek oh, that when they so announced great. it on the Facebook page. Yeah, it's funny because I feel like if you start watching the episode, you don't necessarily immediately go, oh, that's a girl. And the moment that they went, that she, et cetera, et cetera, I was like, oh, it is a girl. This is amazing. Yeah, no, just the, I mean, on the one hand, this is exciting, but I'm also a little disappointed at the fact that this is exciting. <laughs> you know? I, you know, that's yeah. a valid point. I didn't think about that. And I had to watch this twice, thank you, DVR, <laughs> because I was really super disappointed the first time around, because I was like, we have a female con, we're up to three named female robots in the series, oh my god, we're gonna pass the Bechdel test, we're gonna, and then watching yeah. this, and it's nothing but shiny in mine, and it's like, yeah. I had such high hopes I for know. you. They I, showed an image of the humanoid form and it looked amazing. I think that's what nothing. gives that's what gives me hope for the future is that they didn't show her full form. It was just totally. a back silhouette, mm-hmm. which makes me feel that when they do, it's going to be a very menacing, very well-built up scene. And it makes me feel like they have, much like a lot of the other villains on this show, they have bigger plans for them. Yeah. yeah. Because this is the only con that we've seen so far that we we didn't really... I mean, Grant, actually, no, we haven't really seen a lot of their humanoid forms. A lot of them don't yeah, really a lot, have a lot of them. They may ones. not have Yeah. yeah. So the is fact the that thing. this one does, that says a lot right there. Emma? I was just thinking about Grimlock's... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about Grimlock being a truck. (laughs) Because poor Grimlock, he he doesn't have a vehicle form, and it's possible that Dinobots don't get them. Yeah. And so they're going to go to the city center. Alexis is about to explode. Alexis, are you feeling okay? so adorable. Uh, (laughs) Every single time when he's like, no, 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 look, look, look. Just a minute. Oh, he was... One second. He was so truck. So excited about it. And it was just the jankiest looking truck. It was just clearly a dinosaur with a metal grate around his neck and some tires. But I'm a truck. Vroom, vroom. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, and everyone I, just oh. like, oh honey, a gold star. A for effort, you try. Are we all in agreement that that was the best moment of that t- was my this favorite week? Moment. Either that or the storyline with Fix It and the camera. Yes. <laughs> Just trying to figure out how stellar fusion works. Someone please explain slang to poor Fixit. I, I wonder if he would get it, though, anyway, because one of the main things that we see a lot with Fixit is his 
sort of disconnect and inability to process sentences and words and form sentences correctly. I think he would get it, though, if someone told him, because B explained the concept of a father before, and he got that right away. So if someone just told him it's human slang for a celebrity, for someone who is very popular because of their appearances on human media. They'd be like... Oh, oh, I get it. I get it. So it doesn't actually make them into a celestial body. No, no fix it. It's just slang. It. Yeah. Oh, the, drops cameras disappointedly. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say the thing is that nobody seemed to catch Fix It's fixation on this, if you will, throughout the episode. I felt like no one was listening to Fix It when he was having his moments. Wait, people like, listen to Fix It? They don't. That's oh, the point. That was, my first reaction oh, was like, wait, wait, wait. It's like, can that? somebody just listen to Fix It and help him, please? That could have saved you so much trouble. But uh, no, then but we it, have the... Larry LaRue. <laughs> oh my Can we talk God. about one-off villains? And then there's and this guy. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. I was disappointed. I do have to say that I was disappointed with the villain execution on both sides yeah. for this mm-hmm. episode because again, female Decepticon, I had such very, very high hopes mm-hmm. because female representation well, in this series. And, yeah. Yeah. Thing. and, and then we so- had that. And Larry was also very one note. We know he has a history with Denny. I wanted to know what it was. Yeah. I wanted to know if he got screwed over in a deal. I wanted to know if Larry's just one of those guys that's known in the collecting world as mm. being, and then there's that guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, fill in guy with your uh, epithet of choice. Yes. I just, I wanted to know more, but all we got was the slamming the door in the face and him climbing over the wall. So it's obviously yeah, I mean, hate this one dimensional guy. Yeah, he was, a, he was a sleazy reality show star. End of story. And I like when especially cartoons, address the idea of reality TV. That's yes. that's always super interesting and funny to me, but I agree with you that he he was incredibly one-dimensional. Well, we're... Um, I, I don't want to make too many comparisons to Prime. Right. But too late. For, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but for female Decepticon and human villain, we're used to seeing people like Black Arachnia or Arachnid so as our female Decepticon. Right. Uh, and we're used to seeing people like Silas Black as oh, our human villains. And to go yeah. from somebody like Silas yeah. to somebody like Larry? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't expecting weird. Silas levels of villainy, but I just wanted to know what the background was because it was very obviously there. Yeah. And it was personal. It wasn't, oh, I've heard of this guy. It was no. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely some deep history between Denny and Larry LaRue, and we just didn't really get it. And I was disappointed by that. Yeah. I did like the parallelism that we got later on in the episode where they'd show Filch going shiny and then Larry going shiny. Or the yeah. mine, 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 mine. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So the parallels are great. But it's still just one note. I don't know. I wonder if when we see Filch again and we maybe see her literally in her humanoid form and get a little more character evolution with her, I wonder if we might also see Larry LaRue come back. I don't... I'm not confident. I'm confident she's going to come back. I'm not confident we're going to see him again, but I would like to. Yeah, I just, I feel like it's not the last of him. If not, he will definitely be mentioned, I think, a little bit more. Because I feel like Rusty learned a lot from that experience. So I feel like if we bring him back, I just think he's going to find, he's just going to figure out that there's Autobots hanging around his yard and he's going to get video footage Mm -hmm. of it. (laughs) Like he almost did. Yeah. Yeah. That's, That's the weird thing about his plan was that he was going to go in and attempt to blackmail Denny with this with this footage of like these are all the rare items that you have you'll have people knocking down your door to get these things mm-hmm. but it's like your plan wasn't actually to steal any of these things nope. yeah. it was just to kind of black it was a really convoluted plan and outside of him accidentally getting video footage of fix it and outside of the chance that he might get video footage of the other autobots mm-hmm. yeah there are no stakes here it's, yeah. it's yeah. There are no stakes for denny in that again we have the collector it's very personal and it's but, kind of interesting that Larry skirted all of the legal loopholes because Russell did welcome him in, even though mm-hmm. he came in over the wall, mm-hmm. and allowed him around to fix things. Mm-hmm. And if he didn't steal anything, then he's not on the wrong side of the law. Yeah. So it is kind of keeping it very legal and still having it be a form of blackmail. Right. But again, 
who cares? Just yeah, die. Exactly the the, the only yeah. other thing you have to worry about is other collectors maybe breaking in to steal things. And yeah, there is an issue with like maybe they'll see the Autobots or whatever. But like the way this show is presenting it, it's more like people are going to be like knocking on his door going, hey, can we buy this? And all he has to do is tell them no. There mm-hmm. aren't really, yeah. there, like I said, outside of somebody actually wanting to break in and straight up steal this stuff, there are no stakes. I would imagine that, well, Denny gets no peace and they have to keep the Autobots a secret and you can't do that with them having to go in and out all the time for con. We kind of address yeah. this with Grimlock mm-hmm. and him being cognizant of the fact that, wait, I can't just run out there with a human running around. Like, like holy cow, Grimlock, that's the smartest mm-hmm. thing you've said all episode. I was, like, I was waiting for, like, well smoke done, bro. to be coming out of <laughs> His gear's there. I was like, what? Who are you? What have you done with my Grimlock? <laughs> just the fact that he tempered his... He, that the fact that he wanted to go and punch a Decepticon with, wait, I have to be smart about this. There is a human around. It's like that sinks in, mm-hmm. and I, I just I was really impressed. I feel like that that came over his gonna go punch yeah. things yeah. instinct. I, I think that what because I agree. I think we're all sort of in agreement that the villains in this episode on both ends were underwhelming, underwhelming, yeah. underwhelming. Yeah. To not say. incredibly bad, underwhelming. not bad, just just underwhelming, especially based on what we've seen previously in, in terms this yeah, series, in this series yeah. and previously and previously in prime, in, prime in, in terms of steel job yeah yeah, yeah. that's so, a high bar so interesting and uh, even thunderhoof yeah an episode ago yeah. and even terror shock had more to him yeah mm-hmm. i agree and uh it so underwhelmed as i was by the villains i thought that the secondary storylines for some of the um hero characters they're not all autobots because grimlock's not not Obad, but I close enough. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, his, but his storyline was really endearing and interesting, and and again showed some uh, sort of development for him in terms of a, a understanding the situation that he's in. Well, how gullible are the people in Crown City? <laughs> I'm gonna keep so coming gullible. back to this because and. Again, I, I love this for Larry that he can't admit he's wrong. He can't admit he doesn't nope. know something. Yep. Because, oh, yeah, it's the life-size whatever, whatever dino oh, yeah, car toys. I've got three of them. I've got three. No, I, I did no, like um, something something positive to point out is that maybe what we lacked in characterization for our villains, we actually did have some good stuff in terms of parallel underlying themes. The idea yeah. that you can hoard all this stuff away and that at the end of the day it's just junk. Stop. It's not yeah. what is yeah. important. And yeah. that's what both both of our villains don't seem to understand. Yeah, and yeah. and I think that one of the things I really like about robots in disguise in general are the, I really like the human characters. I really like the development of Russell and Denny and their relationship with each other. And again yeah. here in this episode, we see the two of them both working as a team and in conflict with one another and ultimately coming together to, you know, get the footage back at the end so that we, uh, that Fix-It doesn't get exposed to the world. Yeah. And we got a little bit for Russell, too, with the comment about we can make some money and move out of here and go yeah, to the city. Like, yeah. He doesn't understand that this is where his dad wants to be, it, but he still wants to be normal kid living mm-hmm. in the city. Exactly. Despite the fact that he's hanging out with Autobots. Yeah, and I think that it came from a good place with Russell, yeah. where he honestly thinks that his dad would be happier living in the city and having a normal life too. You know, I think that it just is, it's Russell's inability to grasp that this his is, dad the, is that happy. Danny really loves this lifestyle that he's living. And I, and that is something that I think is incredibly universal about just kids not quite getting that you can be yeah. unconventional and still be really happy. It's the embarrassing weird parent that you yeah. kind of realize later on is, no, said parent is actually pretty cool. Yeah. And I was just super embarrassed because I'm a kid and I want to fit in. I still don't yeah. know where he gets all that money. <laughs> well, at least <laughs> he won the lottery I was going to say, at point. least in this, in this episode, we did establish that he does sell stuff, as we, we saw in the episode of the Cuspigo, too. too. But I, once again, this is specifically what you were just talking about, Katie, about how Russell had the moment of being like, oh, well, if people see this on TV, we could sell more of this stuff. So so he does sell stuff. We just don't see him do it very often. <laughs> but he sells more scrap stuff. He was selling the generator yes. and the yards of cable and the whatnot. But the actual... His vintage refrigerators and his whatever, those are... No, this is my little dragon's horde. Yeah. (laughs) Accurate. (laughs) 
you know that's dragon hoarding vintage refrigerators. Mm-hmm. That's that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Shiny. Yep. Shiny. So I think we've kind of beaten Larry LaRue into the ground, <laughs> or at least we'd like to. Yes. Yeah, yes. what a jerk. Yeah, he's such a... No. The worst. I, I don't have clean words to yeah, say. Yeah, the words, I don't think anyone the words does. we want to use to describe him are not appropriate for, for keeping us off of explicit on iTunes. Yes. Rosmystica01 on our chat says we all can agree that he's a... You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think whenever Larry shows up on screen, my notes just say, Larry, you're a... And then long drawn <laughs> out profanities. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I love that we got the reason it's named Crown City. The statue. Oh, thank The goodness. statue that's like this half-naked archangel coming out of yeah. stone. It, what? I was what so are we looking lost. at? I, I was like... Is that the statue? That, no, that's not, that is not the Statue of Liberty. What <laughs> that's the Statue we, of Liberty. We happen what, to be watching. We happen to be watching this particular episode with somebody who hadn't been watching uh, Transformers in any capacity, and then we we did it back to back with an episode of uh, Rescue Rescue Bots. Bots. Nice. And mm. so it was so funny. Our friend just turns to us and goes. Wow, Transformers really has a thing for statues. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. well, in Prime, they were in the middle of Flip All Nowhere, Nevada, so yeah. you can't really... You're going to build a statue in the desert. Well, it is interesting that they do... That all of this in Robots in Disguise is taking place right adjacent to a big city where, you know, mm-hmm. Jasper, Nevada always felt really isolated. It felt really remote. There. But the humans in Prime were smarter and the humans in Crown City are morons. <laughs> the policeman believes him. He's not going, oh my gosh, a giant robot. He's just immediately buying, okay, that's a giant bird for the, yeah. I wrote this down. Where did I write? The, the name of that county. It's this five, Wickahoma County. Mm-hmm. It keeps coming up. It's got to be somewhere yeah. in, in yeah. the middle of nowhere. I want to know what, like, if that's referencing something. Like, it's an inside joke in the writing. It very well could be. I want to see a short. Like, they've started doing shorts. They put one mm. on Facebook last which, week, which was super watch? cute. I think I missed that one. No, I It haven't. was with Grimlock and Fix It, and it was just a tiny, adorable character moment. Oh, oh you know what? And I, I think that I went to watch that when I was looking for, because uh, I was on the Cartoon Network website, and I was going to watch this episode, and I clicked on that. So I saw, like, the very beginning of it, and I was like... What? This isn't the episode I want to watch. This must be a scene from it. So I stopped watching it. But good to know that it's, it's, an, it's independ- an independent short. <laughs> I'd like to see a short that happens in like Wickahoma County or whatever it is. Where oh, people keep showing up wanting to see the giant robots. And everyone's like, what, what on God's green earth are you talking? No, we don't have a road show. No, we don't have an <laughs> aviary exhibit. We don't have a car show here. Oh, but now, everyone just keeps buying it. Wickahoma County must be a real... Wick, it must be Night Vale. <laughs> Everything weird comes out of there and shows up in Crown City. And, and they're people just, like, just they accept must it. it. No, people, I, yeah. I, feel like, I feel like it's one of those like really weird towns that people are like, oh, it's gotta be from one of those guys. And they <laughs> yeah. just like, don't go there because they probably think it's like really strange. Or, or maybe. it's a place that has a lot of technology. I'm thinking like the animated version of Detroit. There you go. Where it's like a technological hub for some reason that no one understands. Yeah, or it sure. could be that even though Crown City looks really big um, in terms and like it's described like a city, maybe Crown City is actually relatively small and you know towns in Wickahoma County are much much bigger. Mm-hmm. And so they're like those big city folk in Wickahoma County. So it's maybe. like Cheyenne in that it thinks it's big, but, but really, it's really all you have to do is drive two not. hours to Denver. And- yeah. <laughs> yes, uh, Timothy. Uh, I can't say your last name, dude. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Timothy. Crown, yeah, Crown City equals Metroplex? Question mark? Maybe. Um, I don't I don't get the reference. Um, that's just what he asked, and I was like, eh. Metroplex. I'm going to look it okay, up. Okay, Timothy, <laughs> chime in again and tell us what that reference off. is, because no, no one's getting it. I totally understand. And I just, and the same thing with the family in the beginning when the opening episode where yeah, oh, we, so we just flies off with their trailer. And we had just, uh, Native uh, Americans. Awesome. Yes. Exactly. I was super impressed that it was just like, yeah, they're normal people, well, but they're very obviously Native Americans in this episode. I'm like, representation. I, I was a little, I mean, uh, as a one-off thing, I think it's great. But on the other hand, uh, when you introduce, you know, a group of people at the beginning of an episode, I expect them to come back 
in some way, shape, or form. I get that it was just to introduce our Decepticon and everything like that. I think it's great oh. that they were included. On the other hand, I would love for them to be reoccurring characters. Yeah. I would yeah. love for that to be a thing. Like the poor guy whose um, turf on the golf course got messed up oh, when yeah. they were fighting yeah. with this. I just, again, I want an episode or a short where all these people who've witnessed robots and the after effect of robots come together and are just like, what happened? My cabbages! My we had, we had a YouTube commenter a couple of weeks ago who, I can't remember your name off the top of my head, but you were my favorite comment that week, talking about how obviously the people in Crown City aren't as dumb as they look, but there's a robot fan club in there mm. talking about, oh, well, I really like this one. And, oh, well, I hope this one's getting along better. He seems to be having a really tough time. And then an 80-year-old grandma hitting on strong arm. Yeah. And that was my favorite comment of the week. That's so awesome. it's like the so Linda. take a bow, whoever you are. It's You're like amazing. the Linda Club in Doctor Who. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> like love and monsters, except thought. much better. Yeah. Wow, my mind. I, uh, I'd love I, to see. We I, already know that people are stupid gullible. I mean, we had the Scientologist last yeah. week. So. Yeah. I, I looked up Metroplex, and also Timothy uh, did clarify that this is, in fact, what he's talking about. So I, I vaguely remember this, I think, from the 80s series when I was a kid. But oh. Metroplex uh, actually transformed into a whole auto. Robot City. <laughs> oh my gosh! I totally remember that. Yeah, that's so funny. Oh, good thing. Uh, good thing Underbite didn't make it. Didn't eat that too for that one. I ate it because then that actually would be something to brag about. Oh my god! Could just see yeah. Crown City like transforming and being like. Get off! Yep. <laughs> like, right. yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Like as big as I think of, I, mean, I guess Unicron is like the biggest, but I tend to think of things like in terms of like being a really big transformer as like Omega Supreme, and right. that being yeah. as big yeah. as they get. But I guess I'm wrong. This is a very. This is a large transformer. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> I would love to see that just happen for us to come back at the end of the season and be like, "Oh my god, yeah. we were all joking." I know. <laughs> I also, also, That's the twist. That's the that's twist. The at the twist. End of the it's a transformer. Former city, yeah. and that's why no one's bothering to retrieve being strong arm. I was like, going to say, best I, I was gonna say this is uh, going back to the underbite thing. It would, just, it would just love to see a showdown between this character and underbite. Oh my gosh. <laughs> this guy would step on underbite. I know. <laughs> well, sometimes if you have something really big, they have a hard time taking out something really small. Mm-hmm. They just can't catch. It's the, the elephant and mouse thing. It's, yeah. yeah, and again, it would be really slow. I imagine like a city sized transformer would be super slow. Yeah. I don't know. I think I still, I would pay so much money. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up and take my money. I would watch that TV program. We'll we'll set it up over in uh, screening room B. We'll just get a bunch of popcorn and stadium seating. It'll be great. I I, I would pay $100 for that instead of the, you know, the pocket. (laughs) Yeah. We we would watch that TV program. It's like Bay done right. Mm -hmm. With the yeah. scale and the... Yes. It'd be oh, great. Want so it. great. But so, the thing we haven't talked about in this episode that's kind of the focal point of the episode, strong arm. Yeah! We yeah. finally got around to the fact that she's super lawful good and I it's know. killing her. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of precious, though. I'm wondering why it took this long to really get as bad as it did. Yeah. I mean, but it makes sense, though, thinking about it. Like, she... I mean, even though we don't know how much time has passed, really, since they've been there, Mm -hmm. I mean, you can tell that it's uh, besides just the hives that she's getting, which is driving me insane. Stress yeah. hives. Yeah. Cause I was I, like, I does got, she have I, fleas? I guess is she okay? Oh, yeah, that's what I thought. No, I like, yeah, that's the thing that happens. She's allergic to birds. She's allergic You notice it a little bit at the beginning, but then you really notice it in the middle of the fight, and then after she gets, you know, scratched by, yeah. by Filch. So, yeah. yeah, for a minute I was like, Oh my gosh, is she gonna like, is this like a werewolf thing? Like, is she gonna turn <laughs> in so to fun. a bird transformer? Is that where this is and going? And we're just gonna have a bird showdown. <laughs> I would watch that TV program. That would be really super weird. I would watch that TV program. I know that it did take a long time, but I've noticed as, you know, like I know people who've like family from the Philippines who've been here for like just like a month or a week or whatever. Like they really, it really affects them being home, uh, being away from home. So, yeah. I mean, but yes, I would have liked it if it was a little earlier. I, I you know? Not even earlier, just kind of. There was a while where she wasn't really citing rules like crazy, yeah. and then this episode it was Just, nothing mm, but. Yeah, I I think part of it is um 
even though she hasn't been reciting as many, I think maybe part of what kind of maybe delayed this was just the fact that they do have a clear objective. Yeah, We are here at this location and our job is to get as many, you know, is to... uh, you capture all of these fugitives. And mm-hmm. so when you do have a goal like that, yeah, it can it can definitely contribute to your stress, mm-hmm. but at the same time it gives you something to focus on. True. And a lot of that other stuff can kind of fall to the side until you really can't take it anymore. And I think maybe that's that's a little bit more justification for it is like the mission comes first. Yeah. And then being with a sideswipe yeah. is what causes yeah. a lot of that additional stress. Well, yeah. and I think part of it is seeing B just flaunt protocol. Be like, well, there's protocol, and then there's actually accomplishing things, so let's yeah. do that. Yeah, and, and he was so- trying to be optimist for a little for, while. And that was just like, oh <sighs> my god. But I, I liked when he sat down and had the talk with her, though. Yeah. I felt like that was a really nice, honest moment of B being B more than B optimist B. You know? Yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and as he learns, you know, this is more of his leadership style. Yeah, it's really more helpful to the team because mm. it's somebody because they're so young, they can relate to B. Exactly. And when he gives the yes. advice, he can li- they can listen to him. Yes. yes. Do you guys expect more talks? Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh, totally. Nice, beautiful views. Yeah. <laughs> well, because it, as you guys were saying, it was him saying, "Hey." I get it. It's weird being away from Mm -hmm. Cybertron. I thought it was weird, too. Everything's super different here. So maybe our Cybertronian rules aren't exactly going to solve all of our problems. So it's like you were saying, Katie. It's it's dancing the line between these. this is the law and this is actually going to solve our problem. Well, Uh, and I like that he framed it not as, I've noticed you've been having problems. No, no. Man, it's hard to be. And I had alloy highs and I just kind of went up the wall. It was really hard. He (laughs) framed it in a way that didn't be like, you're having issues, and yeah. you know it was just like, hey, it was a it was a nice talk. Yeah, it was. yeah. You yeah. basically was like, I get it. Yeah, did anyone else notice the transgression list, public rustiness, yes! and yes. decent transformation? Yep. Yes. Yep. I kind of want to know what that entails, yeah. and I kind of really I don't. don't. I don't. I really wanted them to like flash back to that, and just be like, and cut, and then yeah, see it, like, yeah. Oh, and just like a back. Family Guy kind of way scene. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, I like uh, Ross. Um, Mystica said, I really wanted to have some sort of reference to Raph when Bumblebee talks to Strong. Yeah, Bumblebee. that yeah. drove me crazy. I really crazy. just want any blatant <laughs> reference to Prime. Like, can we just I, please? Well, well when I wrote maybe it down. Like, I decided to think of being on Earth as a game, new rules to figure out, and then you had teammates and. Optimus Prime as your CEO. They're persona non grata right now, aren't they? Why can't you talk about yeah. it? On yeah. the one hand, I get it because you want to keep, at least for the first season, you want to keep things easy to follow mm-hmm. for the new viewers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I understand that completely. But there's absolutely no harm in saying I had a team and I had friends yeah. that I could, you know, that I could rely upon to help get me through this situation. I'm your friend, strong arm. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. that could yeah. very easily have been incorporated into this talk. Yeah, and I agree with you. Obviously established that he's been on Earth before and yet he hasn't ever said anything about it aside from museums are great and Mm -hmm. there's this. It took me forever to get used to it. It's like, does he not tell anyone any stories ever? Yeah, we see his appreciation for the planet, but we never actually hear him talk about specific personal experiences. And again, I get that they're trying to keep this not a clean break 100%. But I, it's frustrating for those of us who, who have seen Prime have I seen agree. It and view this as an extension of yeah. well, and I, which it kind of is. It's a sequel. It is, and I, and I think that as we go on, as we get into a second season, we might see more Prime references because I think at this point they're still trying to bring in new audiences mm-hmm. by introducing them to these characters. So I think that what the intention is, or I hope anyway, because I don't want to give up on them. Just call it out, Prime, one hundred percent. That I think they're they're trying to let audience members who maybe haven't watched Prime spend some more time with Bumblebee as a character. But I want it now. I know. I still, Girl. I'm still Girl. keeping hope from last year's Comic Con panel because last year's Comic Con panel they said season two, and I'm just. Hoping that the mythical season two will someday become the real season two. I think we've had people reference episodes on this show that were beyond what's supposed to be in season one. So I feel like it's going to happen. 
oh, we have zero guarantee. Exactly, on that, no so guarantees. So yeah, don't quote counting, us on that. We're counting chickens that may or we're counting quantum chickens <laughs> that may or may not be there. Yeah. Um, Sky Shimmertail, I love your name. Cute by name. The way. Yeah. Sky Shimmertail yeah, says, if B tells Strongarm about his friends on Earth, wouldn't she try to track them down? Why hasn't hmm. B tried to track them down? Yeah. yeah, I think they're just trying to kind of separate them and then just give you little yeah. eggs. Uh, how why funny would it be if tracked B and how funny yeah. would it be know. if he has been in contact this whole time? But he's but we just don't know. But yeah, yeah. and yeah. he's just kind of keeping it a secret from his team right now because his fe- he feels again he, we know yeah. that he feels a lot of insecurity about himself as a leader. Yeah. So what <laughs> it's possible that he doesn't like want to contact yeah. his own friends yeah. and and like introduce them because they're, you know, they'll look at him and be like, you don't have this together like Optimus did. Well, and, and again, I think with B2, that you know, and Sky Shimmertail actually followed up with B is on Earth because he's on a mission. If he was on vacation, then maybe he would try to get in touch with Raph. And I think that is somewhat legit. I mean, That's fair enough. ultimately, yes, Raph was involved in the previous conflict mm-hmm. with the Autobots and Decepticons on Earth, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. I don't think it's out of the range of possibility, possibility yeah. to think that B would not want to get him involved in a conflict again. Yeah, but no. even then, reaching out to Agent Fowler because Agent Fowler was that, that no that that is that is absolutely true. And yeah. again, there's no way that pictures of these guys have not wound up on the internet, <laughs> and yeah. anyone who had contact with them is going to be like, they're back. Yeah, yeah. they're back. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that. I think eventually uh, they're not going to be able to keep hiding. I mean, it's been some very, yeah, very sloppy yeah, cover-ups, yeah. and Denny is not Agent Fowler. No, no. Not having Nor government is he support Raph or even Nico. No, yeah. nowhere close. But, There's no one going through yeah. and taking the pictures of them off the that's, internet. That's what I mean by it's possible that he actually is in contact with him. Because it's like, There's hey guys, no the guys I'm with right now, they're not as internet savvy. Raph, could yeah. you help me out? Yeah, they're exactly. subtle, and then there's Grimlock. Yeah. And we're, we, and, oh. to be fair, and to be fair, we are across the Tell country. Crown Tell City is supposed to be somewhere kind of like Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. versus like, Nevada. And granted, they could be anywhere at this point. They're all adults. Assume. I want a winter episode. It's oh. not going to happen because I'm sure this is all you're staying with him yeah. over the summer and then you'll go back to wherever for school. It's kind of Phineas and Ferb that way. But I kind of want a winter episode. Just to yeah. have them be like, snow? <laughs> Grimlock with snowballs. Grimlock making snow dinos. With his little can I say Grimlock going, I got it, I got it. I'm like, you have little arms. There's no way. That was, that was Don't the got it. First I would, thing I thought of yeah. I was like, why are you trying to... <laughs> it was so cute Congratulations, to see everyone. Uh, I just Gold love Gold how hard Grimlock tries. <laughs> it's so it's so sincere and lovely. And he just... He's so, just literally my favorite. There's yeah. just an earnestness about him that that is just so endearing. I can't wait till we get his backstory. And I and this yeah, is kind I of agree. in predictions territory, yeah. but I honestly think that we're going to get Grimm's backstory and we're going to get Fixit's backstory before we start going on to larger plot elements. Because, yeah. again, reasons I don't think B has been in contact with people, the series is too smart not to lay the groundwork for that now. Yeah. Because yeah. if he's been in contact with people, we'd see him with a transmission. We'd see True. something. Yeah. Whereas right now, it's like, nope, there's nothing. Because I feel like that's too big of a plot element for them to just pull out of someone's tailpipe. Like, yeah. here it is. Yeah. yeah. Where's the setup for this bin? Nowhere. Here it is. <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> yeah. I don't mm. know. The writers are too smart for that. No, they are. <laughs> And that is why I am confident in, in one of our viewers, uh, Matthias, or Matthias, I apologize if I'm saying it wrong, Augusto, uh, said that the Hasbro site does now actually officially list that there are 78 episodes. So Ooh. they produced three seasons Whoa. back to back. I'm sorry, season. what? <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's Katie what he said. Died, I, let's guys. go. I'll go yeah, and have Katie official to confirm. Uh, but yeah, it seems that, it seems that there are, are three seasons produced back to back. Awesome. And oh so, and I, so I am confident because the writers are really smart and the writing on this is very clever that we will slowly but surely start to get people's backstories. Yes. And, and I think also dip our toes, though this is not as 
depressing, if you will, a uh, series as Prime it's not was. As dark. It's, it's not, not as dark. It's not as dark. business. Exactly. So but I, I do think that business. we will start to dip our toes into that, into that serious no, area as so. we, uh, yeah. as we roll along. Well, with Steeljaw still out and about mm. and, you know, who's just teamed up with a crime boss. Yeah. There's a lot of potential there. <laughs> Uncle PJ. <laughs> Uncle, Uncle PJ. PJ. <laughs> I'm sorry, do you mean? I'm very like the wolf Uncle Ma- PJ and Legion of Spiders. Oh, I, think I think we're keeping Uncle, Uncle PJ. Uncle PJ, I, I don't think su- subtitle him. Mafia Bambi. I told, him, I told him that he's a Mafia Bambi, and he's like, I don't know what that is, but that sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was just like, Alex! And I was just like, you're a, maf- you're a Mafia Bambi. And he's like, I like it. <laughs> and what we have to keep in mind with seeing, what was it, 76 episodes? Uh, 78. 78. 78 mm-hmm. Is that just because they may or may not exist doesn't mean the network has picked them up. Yes, that is true. They could be out there in the ether, and that's you know. I I think we kind of have to wait for the press release on that. That is absolutely true. Keep our fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, Okay. Does anyone have anything else to say about the episode? Because we are solidly into news and gossip territory here. Serious business. What was serious business? Strong arms kick. Yeah. Bad. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. That was badass. Yeah. <laughs> this, this it's worth the explicit like, rating. I'll take it. <laughs> this was one liner a clock, and it was amazing. Grimlock doing this. Say it again. Slow. <laughs> just get over here. Watch the birdie. And then I just love um, Sideswipe climbing oh. up to find Denny and going, Shady. Yeah. <laughs> like, Darn it. Why is this episode amazing with the one-liners? It was great. Yeah, yeah it was and good. We're Every not minute. gonna pass the Bechdel test, but oh my gosh, why is it amazing? <laughs> I, I will say that um, given that Filch is the first of the Decepticons that we've seen with a human form, at least that we've seen, because Thunderhoof transforms into a tractor. We had a big yeah. old thing on that. I think yeah. it is very interesting. Well, no, Underbite. Underbite had three forms. We had a vehicle, we had kind of a humanoid form, and then we and, had, you know, oh, I, yeah, yeah, I just yeah. think of I him like Chopazoid. <laughs> well, adorable. yeah, because he spends the most time like this, but we did see for, you know, a hot second yeah. a humanoid form. Mm-hmm. So, I, again, I, I, I think just the fact that they were keeping it silhouetted, it makes me feel like they're building up to it. Well, and they've that makes already me feel released like, an image on Facebook. I'm not looking at it. They, um, but, that's why I got so excited. We got the humanoid form from the front, full yeah. color, and I was like, ah! Is she gorgeous? <laughs> yes. Oh, I think, I think that's why I was so excited, because it was visions of arachnid, and I was just like, this oh, is so going to be cool. so great! And, and then it was just, yeah. yeah. I, I, I will guess. say, though, that uh, if, like, again, once uh, Steeljaw and Thunderhoof put their plan into motion, if they do spring a lot of these people, that is a volatile group of Decepticons. You, and I yeah. can't wait to see the kind of character interactions that come out of that, because that is a volatile group of people. Yeah. And I'm going to enjoy watching Steeljaw try to talk his way around all of them. Honestly, I think it's going to be like herding cats. There's no <laughs> way to... There's, look at all these people. There's no way he can sit down and explain to them, here's the plan. You do this. You do that. It's going to be, hey, Filch, I need you to get this really shiny thing from here. Make sure you get this one and take anything else shiny you want and bring it back here. Mm-hmm. Hey, Terra Shock, I need you to do... Or whatever his name was, his boss... Gave me a oh, message. Yeah. I need, he needs you to go. You're take the care only of this. operative on this mission. <laughs> we need your boss needs you to take care of this. Hey, so underbite, funny. are you hungry? Go that way. So it's it's yeah. not going to be. Here's the cohesive plan that we all know. It's yeah. going to be. Thunderhoof and I know these two things. Everyone else is just point them in the right direction and go. And watch mm-hmm. them and go. That's, that's going to be hard enough for the Autobot team to keep up with anyway. But yeah. I'm waiting for the screw-ups after that because there's no way the cons will work together as a cohesive nope. team. They can't. They're too single-minded. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But predictions! Yeah! <laughs> I was like, I feel like that's thoroughly into exactly okay. what I was going to say in predictions. Let's, let's, let's do news and gossip, because we do have a little bit of news and Yay. gossip this week. Woo! Woo! No light show in here. So we did hear 78 episodes on the Hasbro site. So. Yeah, actually, uh, uh, Matthias uh, Augusto followed up with uh, Target, uh, basically on the website it says Target boys 6 to 10 years old, boys. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, production well. 2014 to 2016, episode 78 times 22 minutes. 
Okay. Nice. Well, fingers crossed. Fingers yeah. crossed, yeah. everyone. We still need a network to keep them up. Yep. <laughs> that Other is piece true. of news and gossip: those of you who went out yesterday may have noticed that it was Free Comic Book Yay! Day, and they had a Robots in Disguise number number zero, I believe it is, Yay! comic, which is interesting because they already had a Robots in Disguise series. So yeah, yeah the something next completely fi- separate. Yeah, the next two minutes are going to contain spoilers for this particular comic because there's something we need to talk about. Spoiler alert! Spoiler <laughs> alert! And that's the fact that Bulkhead, RC, and Ultra Magnus, according to the comic, are on Earth, but not in contact with B. Yes. We don't know how. We don't know I why. Mean, we don't if the, we don't know if the comics are in continuity. No answers, because this is obviously a subscribe to the comics, mm. put them on your pull list, buy our stuff, and gosh darn it, it's effective. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I mean, not to like get more into it, but I feel like if, let's say, that does pan out, it, yeah, it yeah. happens, I feel like maybe there's... Uh, uh, that's really tough. They, they're just probably they're on Earth. We just don't know where. And well, they're hanging out. Apparently. And we had comics feed into a TV series before mm-hmm. because Young Justice did this to talk about what happened in the year-long time skip, right? And it fell apart. Yeah, because I know. not enough people subscribed to the comics. It got canceled. The mm-hmm. people who didn't know the comics existed got no answers. Yep. So yeah. on one oh, hand. Yeah. Tell me more. I need na- answers. And on the other hand, I'm a little worried about this strategy. Yeah. I yeah. And we don't even know if it's canon. Yeah. Yeah. That there's a lot of too questions in the air. And if it is, and it gets canceled, then what does that mean for for yeah. what we could be getting in the show? They'll yeah. write it in, in season two, which <laughs> means a mythical season two. Yeah. Oh, we'll just get Adam back in here. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag <laughs> mythical season two. That's that's, that's Adam, what it's we be. need answers. Adam, <laughs> tell us. Yeah, we, we need And then he'll come in here and sit there and look at us and go, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> you know, look in the reflection, see if you yeah. can get some answers from Optimus or Reese or someone. That's a thought. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I could need, summon my executive producer We need Adam and Dave and Therese in here. <laughs> we do. Oh. All of them oh, on the couch. Or we just need to get Mitchell Whitfield back and have him accidentally <laughs> tell us everything. <laughs> tell tell awesome. us about season three. <laughs> <laughs> season six involved? Just kidding. Season six? How many episodes do we have? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I, I think we can go into prediction that this point does anyone else have any new no, no. predictions? Mm-hmm. And now you're after Buzz TV. So Emma, did I completely spoil your theory? No, I mean that was that was absolutely my theory was basically that I think we're going to see a nice parallel actually between Optimus and Steeljaw. Really struggling to, between a uh, Bumblebee rather and Steeljaw. <laughs> I, mean, I, didn't, I was like, I didn't in that, that they're dead. Yes, in that they're dead. Yes, Steeljaw. I'm I am the ghost. I'm Steeljaw. I'm very tired. I worked from the dead to give you. I worked. I did. I did Sailor Moon, and now here I am. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, yes, uh, Steeljaw is actually a Jedi ghost. Um, no, I mean between Bumblebee and Steeljaw. Too much lore. can't do it. Bumblebee. We need a spooky sound effect. <laughs> between Bumblebee and Steeljaw having to deal with uh, people who, who certainly all have their own opinions and objectives and don't really want to be led. And I think when that comes down to it, building off of that, the big reason why we eventually win in the end is we have teamwork on our side and you guys are just completely at <laughs> odds. Because I can also see Steeljaw and Thunderhoof crashing yeah. really badly. Yeah. And I think that actually we might see them going in opposite directions in that Bumblebee, I think, is going to be more receptive, as we already saw with Strongarm, him relating to her so much in this episode, that I think Bumblebee ultimately will prevail over Steeljaw as a leader because he has that relatable quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he, he is able to listen to his his underlings, if you will. <laughs> his, team. his team. His team. His team members. <laughs> underlings. Wow. I like that his word, team. Underlings. His, his friendship. His friendship. His children that he's babysitting for. <laughs> 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 and, uh, and that he's able to respect all of their individual points of view. And that is something I don't think Steeljaw is going to be able to grasp. Yeah. Well, yeah, Steeljaw is more of the dance puppets dance yep. sort of yeah. person. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> Sorry, I we was, just no, about no, killed no. you earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, as soon as you said that, I was just like, "Dance." <laughs> <laughs> no, I was. 
thinking <laughs> David like, Bowie appears. Barney Simpson, Neil Patrick Harris, which is completely a completely different eighties. Oh yeah, 80s. no, that's uh, yeah, really yeah. funny. And I was just like, what is happening right now? My brain is literally fried with like references. Done. So here's the thing: Do you think that Legion of Spiders will show up again before we get the bad guys team up? I think sort so. of episode. I'm not sure because we know we're getting mini cons yeah. further in the season because we talked with Roger about um, Jetstorm and Slipstorm. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, yes. I, I feel guys. like it could go either way with Legion of Spiders. It could be that Legion of Spiders shows up again, and that sort of. Are you laughing about Legion of Spiders? No, I'm so happy that someone else is using <laughs> names right now. <laughs> that they, uh, Winner. He has a name. <laughs> I don't care. That, that Legion of Spiders maybe incites the. Of teaming up, or he shows up and is a challenger to Steeljaw. You know, you know what I kind of see because we know we're going to get more uh, more Autobots. Totally. Well, I feel like every time (laughs) the team feels like it's got a good sense of equilibrium, Mm -hmm. that's when someone new is going to come around. Agreed. You're still hurting from rescue bots, aren't you? Oh. <laughs> Rescue Bots just yes. introduced a couple new characters, and it's like, oh, team dynamic. There it goes. You guys remember how um, when we did our first panel for this, I, I had a wish list of robots. Yes. I yeah, yes. they they brought back Blur into Rescue, Rescue Bots. Bots. Yeah, he's oh, awful. Oh, oh, it's bad. It hurts. It hurts. <laughs> so Blur's probably not going to show up in you, Robots in Disguise because it, well, it's the same continuity. True. So there's no, there's very little way that they can bring him back nope. without addressing what nope. happened to you in Rescue Bots, yeah. which was 30 years ago because it's concurrent with Prime timelines. So yeah. things we're not going to see I because was so there happy be he was alive. Questions. Now I'm a little like, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> she she wants him back in cube form. Oh, yeah. shut up. You suck. Anyway. And anyone who's seen animated hates me. So predictions. Any other prediction? Do do you have predictions? I, I just gave one. I just gave oh, one. Sorry, all I'm seeing is the cube. I, <laughs> the cube. Oh, guys, I think I just nailed it with my Jedi no, ghost. Steel yeah. jaws. Yeah, <laughs> that's... Decepticon Jedi ghost. Yeah, it's yeah, a little <laughs> sixth sense. He was dead the whole time. That's why he needs... Oh, my be, brain. If he was dead the whole time, how is he screwing up people's transponders? Ooh, Ooh. spooky. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. I do think we're going to get fix it. I hope we get fix its backstory. I know oh, it's going to be it. super depressing, but to. I want it. Yeah. I'm fairly certain we're going to get Grimm's fairly soon because he's the only one yeah. left on the list yeah. of it's him and fix it. And again, I do think we're going to get them before we really get the here's the Legion of Decepticons in motion. I think that's season finale, end game mm-hmm. sort of stuff after we have more Autobots and after do, we have more cons. Do you guys want to know Sideswipe's backstory? Yeah. yeah I, I mean, why does he have the need to be a That's, that's yeah. the other question I was going to ask. I was like, does he have one? I mean, strong arm is also... Sideswipe and Strong Arm both bleh, I love so that words. one. They yeah. seem to be very surface. Yeah. Like they he's a punk. Do we need a reason for that? Do we need the deep backstory as to why he's rebut not particularly. We need his development going forward. Right. Yes. But with Fix It and with Grimlock, they've had a lot of development and we don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And right. that's the difference. Is uh, that yes. Apple's still in square one moving forward. Yeah. And Grim and Fix It are at square fifteen yeah. and we don't know what one through fourteen is. Well, that's were. why I wanted to ask. Yeah, I agree with you. I, I I would like to know a little more I feel like with strong arm it's pretty clear. I But I'd like to know a little more about where Sideswipe came from. But again, I I agree with you, Katie, that I feel like he is a square one character. Very much so. We could knock that out in a two-minute model. Exactly. Yep. You don't need a whole episode dedicated to it. Whereas with with Grimm and Fix-It, you for sure do. You're going to need an episode. And that's not what I was saying. It's just I've noticed that everybody kind of has... I mean, everybody has their favorite. I just always wondered if if maybe, let's say, if Sideswipe had like some sort of tidbit that was like, oh, why are you a punk? And how can we help you with that? Yeah, you know that's I mean? it. I It's a tidbit. It, yeah, that's what I meant. That's all I'm saying. I mean, yeah. I was it's just, a two-page comic. It's not a novel. Exactly. And which is totally fine. I just didn't know if anyone like really cared about mm. it. You know? I mean, the no. other thing is yeah. that there are <laughs> no. youngest characters. There yeah. are youngest characters, so they, they do have a lot less backstory just in terms of time. Of course. Yes. I, I would personally like to know why why they both are the way they are. True. Yeah. If it's, yeah. I, I would. I think it. I think it'd be interesting, and I think that certain characters, like Sideswipe, 
do rebel for a reason, like mm-hmm. they're running from something. Yeah. Or- well, actually, there's there's two people in the chat who've said stuff. Uh, so Allie uh, mentioned about Sideswipe that she wants to know how Bumblebee knows Sideswipe already. True. And uh, Timothy says uh, that Strongarm explicitly said that she obeyed the rules with the goal of getting to Earth. Why does she want to go to Earth so badly? <laughs> Because Optimus Prime did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, I feel like and, Allie, and actually, so. Allie followed that up with, is Earth taught in Cybertron school? <laughs> it's probably, probably not. Probably <laughs> taught in the same way that, like, they talk about all their other stuff, in that it's kind of tucked away right. into yeah. a corner of a museum. Yep. <laughs> Cybertron, you're such a messed up place. I could make some terrible parallels right now. Me too. We do that with American history. We really do. There's a lot of of events that we usually just kind of step away. Yeah, that happened. No big deal. Moving on. I feel like he might know Sideswipe because Sideswipe has probably been arrested more than once. We've had, yeah. we've had 30 years or however many years on Cybertron. Sideswipe has probably been put away, oh, two, three dozen times. Probably, yeah. For yeah. doing dumb stuff. Yeah. yeah. Because he made the comment in the first episode, Sideswipe is as dangerous as it gets. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole bunch of hoodlums with indecent transformation uh, and public rustiness, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Which, <laughs> wow, that, that's know. kind of like being arrested for public indecency or being homeless. You know, yeah. again, dumb you stuff. can't you can't turn left on Cybertron without, without breaking, breaking a regulation. Anyway, I think we've basically yeah. taken care of all of this. So that's all we have for this week. Where can we find you? You can find me all over the interwebs as Atoris890. Also, follow me on the Geek Nerd Tech uh, if you want to hear more about nerdy stuff. Uh, <laughs> talk about video games, comic books, other things like that at our sister network, BlackHollywoodLive.com. And you can follow me all over the internet at Emma Fife. That's Instagram, Twitter, etc. You can also watch me on the Sailor Moon Crystal after show here yeah. at AfterBuzz TV. Uh, that happens before this on Sundays. Well, every other Sunday. Uh, you can also <laughs> see me on uh, the Popcorn Talk on the Cosplay coach on Wednesdays at 4 p.m. And uh, if you want to listen to my voice more and you like Sailor Moon, you can check out my Sailor Moon podcast I do outside of here. It's called Love and Justice. You can look it up on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'm Megan. You can follow me on Twitter at The Menguin. That's T-H-E-M-E-N-G-U-I-N. I'm also on a bunch of shows here at AfterBuzz. And I've started writing articles for the movie Chick. That's Chick with two Ks. Be sure to check those out. I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Kiajet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I'm also on Snapchat as Kia Prime. Thank you guys so much for watching. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes and where else are we? All over the place. SoundCloud. YouTube, SoundCloud, YouTube, YouTube, SoundCloud, all of the places. Please rate, comment, leave us five stars. Show us you love us because we do love you and you're you the reason that we do this. Exactly. And if you comment on iTunes, we will get you a shout out. We've been shouting out the YouTube people. Yeah. Thank you again <laughs> for watching. Transform and roll, roll out. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Shiny! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 